0: Welcome back to Becky Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. So, here is an intriguing story uh, concerning the soap opera uh, that is the Las Vegas Raiders. So, Jimmy Garoppolo apparently had surgery in the offseason, and it could very well impact uh, if and when he returns to play act, to playing. And... This matters here because if the Raiders uh, cannot go with their starting quarterback, who they invested heavily in, then the question is, okay, who's next in line? Well, obviously Brian Hoyer uh, is the backup quarterback, at least that's what's stated as far as the depth chart is concerned, but there's also been a lot of chatter concerning Tom Brady and that he might purchase a part of the team, or maybe he really doesn't want to stay retired. Maybe he wants to return and play with Josh McDaniels and, and all of that stuff. So apparently an offshore book uh, plays, uh, put out a bet in terms of who will be the next quarterback to play for the Raiders, and the favorite right now is Tom Brady at 2-1. to one. Then comes Brian Hoyer, who is currently listed on the Vegas roster, and then followed by Matt Ryan, who is three to 3-1, uh, currently working for CBS Sports, but he's not technically retired from the NFL, so in a sense he could return here. Uh, but then you've got uh, Raiders rookie Aiden O'Connell at 7-1, to one, Carson Wentz is in this mix as well, and you have uh, several other veterans too. So, Aaron, what do we make of all of this?
1: I mean... We joked last week about Tom Brady being like a player owner, but surely, like, this is very interesting. I've got to think he's done, but I guess it's Tom Brady. You can't rule it out. But when all this news came out last week that he, you know, is going to be a part owner of the team, they had to have already known about the foot stuff, right? So it's just odd. Can you even be a, a part owner? He would have to decide one or the other, right? I would think. I don't even know the much. rules on that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, think like he if he both. if he becomes
0: a if if he becomes a part owner of the Raiders, then playing becomes next to impossible. I believe Joe.
2: They must have hated Will Levis. right? Do so you have this uh, intel on Garoppolo. There's really no back. Uh, Hoyer's not a backup plan. Like, he's fine for a week or two. He's fine for a week or two. But then, I don't. Yeah, I, it's, they must have hated Will Levis. That's what I keep coming back to. Are they in tank mode? That's my first thought. Are they going to tank for Caleb Williams? Would they not love Caleb Williams to come right down the road, over to come over to Vegas and uh, be their quarterback of the future? I'm starting to wonder that if uh, we should just be fading everything Raiders related. because I mean, what are your options here? What are you going to do? I mean, Matt Ryan was short odds? No, thanks. Mm. I'd rather just start Hoyer. Let's just lose. It's fine.
1: If that's the case, I'm going 10x on a under six and a half wins for the Las Vegas. Yeah. And plus money. I can't believe it's not changed yet. It's still plus money for the under. And they're in such a tough division as well. Even if they did have a healthy Jimmy G, I mean, they're it's an uphill battle to climb. The Chargers should be better. The Chiefs, I mean, it's a tough, tough division and situation that they're in. And then it's like all this drama. Devontae Adams always complaining What's going on with Hunter Renfro? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's too much over there.
0: Let's, let's have a little history lesson pertaining to Tom Brady. When he left the Patriots and he was basically touring the country, the, the Tom Brady National Tour, to figure out where his next stop should be. The reason mm-hmm. why the Buccaneers were the obvious place for him was because that infrastructure was set. Just about every position had average to great players, and all they were really missing was a quarterback. Jameis Winston was the starting QB at the time. He was throwing a lot of interceptions, and basically the Bucs were as close to being one quarterback away as you could possibly be in the NFL. Now, it is slightly disingenuous to say that because the Buccaneers were dogs for a lot of their playoff games where they wound up winning the Super Bowl, but they were as close to being... A quarterback away as you could possibly be. And so it made sense for Tom Brady to go there. So then you have to ask yourself okay, are the Raiders just a quarterback away from really being in contention? Uh, not only are they not just a quarterback away, I'm looking at the markets at worst regular season record, and the Raiders, Joe, have the second shortest odds at nine oh, to God. one. So that doesn't look to me like a team that's just a quarterback away. Why would Tom Brady go there if he's going to go anywhere? If he's going to go back to the NFL, why would he go to the Raiders when they have a lot of things that they need to be addressing?
2: Yeah, so they can pressure the quarterback. They have a great wide receiver one. Now surrounding that, the offense. Here's the other part. Does Brady want to return and probably limp away behind this offensive line? That's been the issue forever, and it's still a problem. Believe me, I saw plenty of Alex Bars last year. He's their starting guard right now. Uh, no, that's bad. That's it's it's It does not look good at all. Um, yes, there's, I guess, some appeal with hooking up with Devontae Adams, and he would just be looking for him constantly. Uh, Renfro's had a a, pro, a lot of problems staying healthy over the last number of years. Jacoby Myers, pretty good, not bad. But, yeah, you're right. They're not a quarterback away, especially when I think of that Raiders secondary. Because how many points... For them to win consistently, how many points per game do they need to score?
1: Yeah, I mean... My initial reaction was that Tom Brady is not coming back. In the the offshore sports books are just putting him as the favorite because they want your money. Don't fall for the (laughs) trap. I don't think it's going to happen, but I I do like Joe's idea of maybe they are going to tank, and you can still you know whether it's worst record or under six and a half wins. I mean, who else are they going to get? Jameis Winston? Who who who's available? I mean. I just don't see how they're going to be that successful this season. Even looking at their schedule with Jimmy G, it's going to be tough to get to seven
0: wins.
2: Tank. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And and the thing about getting a, a Jimmy Garoppolo is if you are tanking, well, you have a veteran quarterback on the roster when you bring in your highly touted number one or number two, and then you have that extra year or two years to get your, you know, Wunderkind basically, you know, prepared for when he takes over the reins. And so, as far as contracts are concerned, I I get it. Maybe a a slight overpay, but I get the process. But this idea that you're getting Jimmy Garoppolo to compete right away, that's laughable. You know, there are a lot of health concerns with him. And while Jimmy G has, has made real positive contributions to the league, at the same time, the Raiders are in a better position to tank than they are to compete in a really, Mm -hmm. really tough AFC West. And so the idea that you're going to go after a veteran quarterback, which would suggest winning now, I think is preposterous.
2: It's it's idiotic. Let's be real. It's not that complicated. You're in a division with Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert, and now Sean Payton is also in your division. Mm -hmm. Until you get a top-end quarterback, you don't have a prayer. Maybe everything falls perfect for you one year and you're in the wild card. Great. And then it's sayonara after a game. If You want to win consistently. They need an elite quarterback. There's just no way around it.
1: Yeah. Which is also funny that that's their biggest issue. And then potentially Tom Brady's going to be on board. You would think he'd be screaming the same thing in some of yeah. these meetings. Like, what are you doing? But, uh, I mean, <laughs> as far as Jimmy G, I mean, we all know he could, he could lead you to a Super Bowl. He makes some great decisions, but he also makes some really bad decisions. And sometimes his health, he does just seem fragile. Foot injury aside, you know, he's a question mark. So it's just... I'm looking to fade the Raiders and this it, it's like every day there's a headline on pro football talk that's negative towards the Raiders it's just you can't make this up with this team that's this is why I decided to tell my dad a long time ago I am off the Raiders bandwagon you guys have fun being fans I'm out you enjoy that.
0: Uh, the drafts that oh, they've man. had the last several years have been have been mind boggling. They 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 make just one mm-hmm. bad decision after another. Great point. And then Even they're... when
1: they do take, they they swing and miss in the drafts. It's just
0: like right. You
1: never get it right.
0: Yeah, I remember Jamarcus Russell. Russell. I remember exactly. him very well. Yeah, arguably <laughs> the biggest don't, bust of all time.
2: Not no nope. Not Michael Lombardi's fault. Don't bring that up to him. He's going to yell at you. That was not his decision, even though he was the general manager of the team at the time. Uh, yeah, you're right. You know, and they did the right thing when they traded Khalil Mack with, with the picks that they compiled from the Bears. And then they did dumb things with the picks. Like, they were set right. to actually win that trade when they were just torched nationally. And then uh, they just messed up a lot of the picks. Yeah, Alex Leatherwood. Complete bust. Picked him in the middle of the first round out of Alabama. Uh, yeah, they, they stick with the with the uh, the big-time schools, right? See a lot of – if you go down their draft history, a lot of Alabama, Ohio State. Damon Arnett, another bust that goes underrated because he was the second pick in the first round. Uh, how, 2020, their first-round picks were Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett. I mean, that's just Raiders right there. That's it. I mean, what else do you have to say? Uh, that's why they're in the position that they are. That they've they've failed with these uh, these high selections again and again. We'll see if uh, Tyree Wilson changes that tide.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll find out, won't we? It, it it is interesting too, and we talked about this before. As far as uh, you know, what Tom Brady's role can be if he does become a part owner of the Raiders being a broadcaster as well as being a part owner of the Raiders. Like the more I think about it, the more I think then he's not going to the broadcast booth if he becomes a part owner, because then he will have a lot of inside Intel, even for teams that, you know, the Raiders may not be going up against right away, but either Brady gets restricted as far as access is concerned to practices, coaches, players, whomever, or You know, he gets all of that access and he can't talk about it. So Mm -hmm. it's a really rough, you know, tightrope that he will have to walk if he is to do both things. So Mm -hmm. now we're adding in the possibility that he could be playing. Like, I know, you know, we love ourselves some Tom Brady, but at some point you kind of have to pick a route and drive on it. Like, you can't just, you know, go down all these various directions and be able to do all these different jobs. You have to kind of pick one at this point.
1: And maybe that's just it. He doesn't know. He hasn't really had to think about like, what does he want to do career wise? And maybe he's trying to figure that out. What is more important to him being a part owner, doing some business things or, you know, focusing on being a a really good broadcaster. It must be nice to be Tom Brady where you're like getting all these offers and it's like, gosh, I can't decide. Everyone wants to hire me. (laughs)
2: And and you help a lot of people lose a lot of money with FTX. There's that too. Uh, what what uh, what pays better uh, for Fox? He get over thirty seven million a year. Don't forget that contract. Ten years, three hundred seventy five million um, for a player. What he command? Whatever. I don't know how high they would go for a short term deal. And then you know we never know with ownership what what is truly coming in. We know they're making a ton of money more than ever before thanks to. Us in sports betting. But, uh, I, I, yeah, we don't really know what he wants to do. And it's a fair question to ask which which pays the best. But I think you're right. Ed. You've been on this over the last few weeks. We're probably never going to see him in the broadcast booth. He doesn't need that stress. <laughs>
0: No, no, he doesn 't and and Fox has something really, really good and really special, I think, with uh, k b and greg olson and i mm-hmm. I, for one, would love to see that for a long time because I think they 're just great together. Uh, as an A-team for Fox. I mean, I thought the Super Bowl was called really, really well. Uh, you know, they've they've had the best games from last season, and and they were amazing. And not that Tom Brady can't be amazing, and not that Tom Brady can't be better. I mean, it's possible. But what we've seen from from those two has been nothing short of spectacular. When you thought it would be a little bit embarrassing losing Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, uh, but instead you, you plug them in and they've been nothing short of fantastic. And uh, me personally, I would hate to to see that broken up because they're just so good together. But as, as you well know, broadcasting, sometimes it can be a fickle business and then you, you transition to another team or what have you. And then, you know, you adjust to that. So uh, we'll see. But at the same time, if Brady does go in, certainly that wealth of experience will help him, but that Raiders thing does make it a little
2: dicey. You think that would be automatic that they would break it up, that it would be Burkhardt and Brady instead of, you know, what if Tom Brady had his choice? I'm sure he has the power. Like, hey, I like this play-by-play guy more. Or I know him. We're friends. We have a rapport. You do some demos. This this sounded the best. You think they would break that up if you do bring in Brady?
0: I mean, maybe. I I don't. I mean, Mm -hmm. that I don't know. I, I don't know if I have a real inclination one way or the other right. but i mean i know kevin burkhart's a star with fox and you yes know, that matters uh politically but i mean i don't know who brady knows and if he you know has a strong inclination so
2: yeah be fun joe to davis <laughs> davis and brady <laughs> <laughs>
0: you love your joe davis don't you you're, you're a big fan of his he's good it's, yeah This is Beck UL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Seamus McGee from BetMGM will let us know what he's seeing behind the counter for the NBA Finals and Stanley Cup Final right here on the Beck Network.